Hey guys, what's up? This is Evan. Uh, before we jump into episode 19 about the FedEx Cup and President's Cup, uh, the boys and I were having some technical issues with our equipment last night. So just a heads up, the sound quality is not as good as it normally is in past episodes, but bear with us. And uh, yeah, let's jump on another train. of Scotland to the spiritual splendor that is Augusta. Grab a seat, grab a glass, and punch your ticket to the power train. We are back. Episode 19, boys. This is Cup Talk. This is the Cup episode. We got FedEx Cup. We got President's Cup after that. We got the Cart Girl coming up. What's up, boys? Yo. We got a lot of cups. Feel good? I mean, before the car girl gets here, I just got an important question for you guys. Do you think Ludacris, you know, I, I'm sure you saw, he's he's been uh, a part of the whole Tour Championship FedEx Cup playoffs. Do you think Ludacris grows the game? Yeah. Welcome to- I, I'd, I'd love to see the uh, PGA marketing analytics behind why they chose Ludacris. I'm more interested in how they got to where they are than his actual impact in the game. I just I want to see that deck, that pitch deck. I don't think girls would get... I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a bold I statement just, right off the bat from Zerm. Yeah, I just don't think he takes it seriously. You know, and, uh, you know... Some of the kids' parents diving into ludicrous lyrics. I think they're going to be appalled. And um, I think it was an absolute joke that he performed at the uh, kickoff at Atlanta. I really don't. <laughs> oh, Gore. He's, he's asking for a parental advisory la- label on his uh, performance at the fucking tip-off. All right, okay. Yeah, we, we get yeah, it. If he goes to the game. Yeah. He does not go to the game. Yeah, good thing we got that explicit sign on our podcast. You guys are in the business of ROI. You know, there's no, there's, there's no return on investment here. Okay. <laughs> well, before we hop into uh, some segments, what are you guys having? Car girls here. I know Strat's drinking. He's in a hotel room. I'm in a hotel room. I got a, a traveler's bottle of Sonoma County. It's a blend. I thought it might be a Merlot, but it's a uh, it's a blend. It's a 2016 vintage, which I guess for Sonoma County was a good one. Um, yeah. But uh, it's going to stain my teeth, and I also forgot toothpaste. So tomorrow should be an interesting morning. Like that. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the truth, but we'll, we'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you want to talk about the, the king of beers? Budweiser. Tall boy. Wow. Oh. Nice and cold. Is that for condolences for my Cardinals? Yeah, I appreciate that, sir. How bad are they? Yeah, pretty bad. Cubs <laughs> fire. Ab, you're from St. Louis. You love a Budweiser. I don't even know if you drink it anymore. It's the That's king. I still got it. I got plenty in my in my fridge from Halloween party last year. Cubbies? Yeah, I might Cubbies? I might drink it this year. Anyways, I got a Macallan 12, no ice, drinking it neat. Huh? All right, because oh, I mean this is you're cup talk. Doing it. I actually got I got a plastic or a paper cup here, and Ooh. speaking of cups, smoking your you smoking your pipe and wearing slippers, jeez. 
I mean, it's cup talk, you know? <laughs> Guys, speaking of cups, great segue. What cup, it's our first segment, it's called Choose Your Cup. What cup, and it's not really a segment, it's more of a question. What cup would you rather win? This is tough. I think Strat's going to have a lot of problem with this. Serm's probably going to answer it pretty quick. The FedEx Cup, plus 10 million bucks, or the President's Cup, where you beat the rest of the world and win nothing? Go ahead, Strat. Well, I'm a numbers guy, as we all know. So I'm gonna I'm going for the cash. Um, as we all know, I'm more of a Ryder Cup guy. Apparently, that's not an option. It's not on the table. So I'll go with the FedEx Cup slash Tour Championship presented by FedEx at the Coca-Cola Open Cup. And I'm taking the 10 mil, and I'm buying a whole mess of cool shit. Sir, what about you? You know, I mean, you know, I just don't think anybody really even wants to win the President's Cup. You know. I mean, I wouldn't mind winning the President's Cup. It's like World War III. I mean, you can beat Canada, South Africa, Australia, Venezuela, South Korea, Japan, India, and Argentina in one weekend. You could beat North, North Korea, technically, too. Yeah. Sure. We're in a volatile climate right now. I'm not sure how, how much you want to be throwing around the WW3 word. That's true, but our podcast is explicit now, so, you know. Okay, shit, fuck, ass. Wow, okay. The question, a better question to ask, what are we really more excited for, the Tour Championship or the FedEx Cup, excuse me, or the President's Cup, to watch, to experience? Come on. That's actually not a bad question. I mean, maybe we can get into it later, but I kind of like Team Golf to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's actually a good that's a good point. I think I'd rather win the FedEx Cup, but I think I'm going to be more interested in the President's Cup, but basically just because of the different formats that we're going to be getting into. Just keeps yeah. it, it keeps you interested. And those New York fans are going to be running their filthy mouths. But, but oh, guys, this is so annoying. guys, do I need to um, remind you the magnitude of the playoffs? I mean, Derek Jeter said it himself, quote, this is why you play, to get an opportunity to play in the playoffs. Big Ben, Roethlisberger. Quote, in the playoffs, it's do or die, win or cry, win or go home. As a competitor, you love it. And this one's for Strat. Quote from LeVar Ball. Lonzo Ball is going to take the Lakers to the playoffs his first year. Count on it. I mean, guys, it's in every sport. All about the playoffs, you know? You think I really give a shit about U.S. superstars taking the rest of the world down? You know I like LeVar Ball. <laughs> hey, but anyways. Recency Yeah, so yeah. tour championship, guys. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm actually sure. looking for one of you guys to convince me what it is. But the guy's won five times. He's probably going to win player of the year. I still don't think he's that good, JT. Like, I don't. Is that, is if, that a joke? <laughs> Here's the thing. I know he's won five times. But if any other player won five times, we'd probably be talking about him being, like, the next big thing. Do you really see him, like, reeling off, like, six majors over the next, like, six years? Five years? Well, who, who reels off six majors in five years besides Tiger Woods? I mean, okay, that's fair. Tiger Woods, y'all. 
But Tiger was a le- probably. I'm trying to think. Did Spieth win five times in a couple years ago? He maybe did. I mean, it's rare to win. I, I remember Tiger won five times the last time he was actually good. But we probably would be freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, people I don't think are freaking out, or at least I'm not, as much as I would with someone else. Is it just the stink face he makes when the ball's in the air? That's a good point, because he's, he's arguably having a Spieth-esque year, a la, what was that, 2013, 2014? 14. Um, 14. And I couldn't give two shits, if I'm honest. Like, I don't care about the PGA. Maybe it's because the tournaments he's won have just been, they're like the worst tournaments. Like, I don't give a fuck about the PGA in terms of the majors. I don't think anyone really does. It's kind of like the stepchild of the majors. Plus, he wins a couple times in Hawaii, which is still too early for anyone to really give a shit either. And then he's got, he does have the, he has Boston, which I guess is is legit. But, you know, I think the bigger question here is had it been the Masters or the Open I love how much Cermak is just freaking out right now. Yeah. Care to discuss? The PGA. <laughs> the best field in golf, arguably. All pros. No, no, no. Around. The, sure. the best field in golf? Sure. Uh, Jesus pros. Christ. You don't think it's the Texas major? I'll agree with you on that. It's still equally as important. Yeah, I mean, it's still a major, but there's the, the point is is that you're not freaking out about Justin Thomas being the next Spieth. I don't know. There's no doubt that Spieth's the better player. He's won three majors, but and, and Rory's won four. So, right? So, they're in a league of their own. But this guy, who says this guy can't win, win more, man? What, he's shown the world that he can do, he can do it all. He's uh, dominating golfer. I think it's a likability yeah, thing, to be I'm, honest. But I'm, but I'm bored. I'm bored of him. I don't care. So you think, all right, next five years, who has more success, him or DJ? Or we'll throw Jason Day in there. Forget Spieth and Rory. Who, who's number? Who's the guy who's going to win more? Another major. Who's already got one? Gonna win DJ. 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 Because why? Guys on face. I mean, let's be honest. JT's calling Furick. JT's calling Furick, asking him what he does to the President's Cup in case with the nerves. Hey, Furick, what do I do with the nerves? Cocaine addiction. Fall down the stairs at the Masters. He's on face. I mean, that sounds like a guy I just want to hang with. I want to party with. I mean, to Strat's point, every week, DJ doesn't even know what course he's at. Really helps him live in the moment, you know? You guys, you just, Abby, you went on the air saying that you didn't think JT has it, not, like, not going to win a major, just not one of the guys. That's true, I was wrong. I was wrong. You're still down on the guy. You guys are still down on him. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to keep an eye on it. I'd be interested to hear other people's opinions. I think, I honestly think it's a likability thing. He's just not as marketable, and he doesn't just, he just doesn't have a personality, like, he tries to be, you know, funny on social and stuff. He just feels a bit more fabricated than other guys. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It'll be interesting when we have him on the show, see how he responds to all this stuff. To, my brothers and I used to play with him in junior tournaments growing up. When he was seven years old, they had custom blades. Seven years old. Custom blades. Jesus Christ. 
Son of a son of a PJ pro. Have you heard it before? My brother Pat, my brother Patrick said he was never the nicest guy. Didn't really talk to anybody. And you can see it. I can see it. But a guy's damn good. Yep. All right. Speaking of a guy that is a bit more likable, our boy Pat Perez. Oh, what a guy. All right, friend of the program. What a hero. Sir, you know I like really? tuning into those press conferences, right? It's one of my things. Oh, yeah. I got some quotes for you guys. You ready? Sure. He was asked, he's basically told that, you know, Pat, just as a reminder, you've got a mathematical shot at winning the FedEx Cup. He kind of laughed and he said, yeah, similar odds to winning Powerball. I don't play Powerball. However, I bought a can of Chew instead. Got a little bit more enjoyable enjoyment out of that. He said this. So basically, as people know, like he he would have to win the Tour Championship, and all the top guys would have to finish really low. So clearly, like very low percentage that he'd win. But he didn't just stop there. He basically just let let golf media know that he bought a can of chew and enjoyed that more. Then they asked him, "How would you use the 10 mil if you somehow did win the Powerball and win the FedEx Cup?" He goes, "I'd use it quickly." Yeah, quickly. I might not live that much longer, so I got to start spending it. <laughs> it's our boy Pat Perez, man. Tell you what. I mean, God bless him. He's picking up where John Daly left off, and that's why I love him. In some ways, yes, I can see that. I'm a How good is that? Oh my it God! Incredible. It's real slick he back. Such a good swing too. So, and he plays quick. You gotta love that. He sees the ball, hits the ball, moves on. Give me, yeah. give me to the Cabo Cantina. Have you ever seen the old Perez has had some freakouts on the golf course, just slamming his club uncontrollably? Oh yeah. Great videos of that. Just, I'm so down with that. I'll never, I'll never dislike a player for breaking a golf club. I mean, there's a headline on the golf channel last night: 2017 Tour Championship. Pat Perez, not a fan of working out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. I mean, that's kind of daily like, you know. Spat, you love that. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, I love that. Not a fan. Yeah, Perez is Perez is a hero. I mean, for a lot of reasons. So well, what what would you guys buy for for ten mil? You won the FedEx Cup. I got a few options for you. All right. Actually, you know what? I think Strat prepped uh, prepped an answer for this because he's a numbers guy. Do you want to lead this one off, Strat? What you do with the ten million after you won the FedEx Cup? Because I saw your stingers yesterday at Monarch Beach Links, and I think you're pretty close. So I'm going to let you start it off. Well, like you said, I'm a numbers guy, you know. So um, I'm probably going to take that ten mil, probably split it up into some dividend stocks, you know, get that uh, two to three percent, you know, earnings per year, just something safe, you know. I don't know, maybe see if I can throw that into a Vanguard account. I'm not sure. But uh, either way, you know, you're looking at a good 200000 300000 dividend each, each, each year to live off. Um, you know, those are going to be paid out quarterly. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get that in installments, you know, 50 75 k every three months. A little bit more than I need. You know, it's, it's not necessarily like uh, fuck you money, but uh, it's certainly going to keep you comfortable. Right. Probably going to go out and buy a very, uh, a really reasonable Japanese, uh, you know, sedan, something that's going to last me. Two, three hundred thousand miles. I'm sure. Oil every ten thousand miles. Keep it synthetic, you know. Sure. I'm going to go in for regularly scheduled maintenance. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that uh, you know I buy a, a reasonably priced house with a great foundation. I don't want any type of 
flood issues. I'm going to be up on a, on a plateau. Uh, and then, uh, you know, basically just for the next 100, 120 years that I've got left on this earth, because I plan on living a long time, uh, I'll, uh, I'll have sustainable income for the rest of my days. Wow. Numbers guy. Sure. Sure. You know, you got to give him props. Yeah. He, you could tell he did his homework. It's impressive stuff. You know what? I'm in between two things, sir. With my 10 mil, I would either buy 100 seconds of Super Bowl advertising just for the hell of it, broadcast whatever the hell I want, three spots, maybe a teaser, then a teaser B, and then a launch spot, number three, you know, do something crazy. Or, you know, newsflash, I was at Torrey Pines a couple weekends ago really struggling with the putter, texted Cermak, guy gave me a tip. Drained a 30-footer right after it. I might buy the rights to Matt Cermak on the back. How good was that little texture? <laughs> I might buy the rights to Matt Cermak with 10 million. Is that enough? Yeah, you know what I told him? Keep the head down a half second longer and just feel like it's a smooth backstroke. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you know Strat likes to hover, so Ricky style. It's, it's so simple. I wonder, have our listeners seen the, the pro tracer? Strat on the pro tracer, hitting ropes, high bullet draws around around the bend. Onto the green. Onto the green. Yeah, that was nice. You guys should probably check out our Instagram, our latest post. You can determine who had the better sauce move. On that note, who do, who was the better sauce move? Sir, we had Strat, who teed off and did the tiger twirl. Let me see if I can remember. Yeah. Plus the gallery kiss. And I had the yeah. bat flip. Plus the hat trick, hat toss. Yeah, um, I, I had to go with Strat immediately. Yours looked a little forced, a little too planned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're hoping to hit a good shot and do something fun, and Strat, Strat just committed and did it, and it just, it just felt more natural for me. So yeah, I got to go Strat there. Great twirl, Strat. Keep working on it. Appreciate that. Sure. Hey, at least I hold out from 68 yards, slam dunk. You're going to give yourself more chances to twirl, so keep it up. Yeah, that's the only reason I play is to twirl. All right, so it's... Tiger twirl, oh man, those two irons back in the early 2000s, just, oh, God. Really tricky stuff. You want to say something? No, I was just going to recap, you know, 100... I'm going to buy a Super Bowl spot, Strat's going to buy dividends, and Cermak's going to text me tips. That's all we're going to do with the 10 mil. Who do we like for the FedEx Cup? If it's not us taking that 10 mil, who do you guys like? Go ahead, Strat. George. George. i got to go with George. I think he's just been fucking... He's, he's just there. He's right where he needs to be, and I think he's going to put a little cherry on top of his year and, uh, and take, it, take it again. Anybody else? I agree. I think the guy hates that his boy JT is getting some attention. I think he wants to rip that POI. That stands for Player of the Year, in case you guys didn't I know. I don't know. They seem like real buddy-buddy about the whole deal. Yeah, well, you know speed. Guy wants to rip that Player of the Year away, and I think he's been kind of waiting well, for this. If he wins the FedEx Cup? If he wins it. Maybe. I don't know. I think he I could. Guess it, I, guess it, I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible. Hey, how about Ricky coming in, maybe snatching it up? You know I want that to happen. You want to see another driver off the deck like you did last week. How good is that? Yeah, the crowd really liked that one. 
he knew he was going to put it long in the rough. Terrible chip up on the green, though. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. All right. Guys, I like Patrick Cantley. You know we love Patrick Cantley. I like, I like, he, he was G9 last week at the BMW up in uh, Chicago and here in the great Midwest at Conway Farms. I, I, I obviously, <laughs> they talk about him a lot. He's healthy. I think he's really going to play well. Um, I guess if we look at the stars, I like Rob. I like Johnny Rob. Wow. Zero, fu- zero fucks. Johnny Rob. He's volatile. Yeah. It'd be hard for you to twirl it, though. Strategy copies his swing, so don't, don't change how you're doing. No, I, again, the only reason I say this game is to fucking twirl, so I don't give a shit. I'm, I need that club finish up high by my ears so I can just... No fucks given. Bitch. You know what's funny that's a bit underrated that I don't think the world has seen yet. Maybe this could be something that Strat lives for, one of his life's purpose, but the way that Strat flicks that tee after he smokes one and twirls the club, it could literally kill someone how fast this tee gets flicked. It's pretty impressive. At some point, we're going to shoot that in slow-mo for the fans and maybe teach anybody, everybody how to flick a tee after you smoke a drive. I think it's underrated move. Yeah, I think you're right. I, uh, it's something that I haven't even thought about. And those are often the best moves when you're not even thinking. Yeah, living in the moment. I don't see that in person to make a final judgment, but I think I, I, I get what you're saying. President's Cup. We got a few more points before we get out of here. We got to talk a little President's Cup, all right? And I got to start off with a bold prediction. I thought about this a lot. The international team, clearly, everybody knows, they never win, Okay. U.S. kills them every time. Literally never. They tied. They tied. They never win. I think they're. I think I know why they never win. It's Hideki's translator. I mean, <laughs> it's it's his fault. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's his fault. Imagine a team room. You know, I'm a team guy. You're in the locker room and you're telling jokes. Maybe Kisner slapping butts, and obviously Kisner's in the other team room, but just you know for the visual. And Hideki's translator. Has to explain what the hell joke was. I mean, by then the moment's passed. You can't be one of the boys with translator guy around. Come on. Okay. No, that's, that's, a, that's a good point, Adam. Yeah, I mean, do you think that there can be camaraderie between Canada, South Africa, Australia, Venezuela, South Korea, Japan, India, and Argentina? I, I, I think I personally think that the guys that don't get to go to the Ryder Cup or want the President's Cup to be so much cooler than it is. You got a real juxtaposition of motivation. You got guys like Jason Day, who's literally jacked up, full of cortisol because of his one of his many ailments. I'm sure will be flared up. Um, you know, he might he might have a runny nose. He might have sneezed too hard. He might have uh, he might have vertigo. Have a he's got it. He might have vertigo. Might have a hangnail, which has been known to take a, a many a strong man down. But I think you got these guys trying so hard to make it something that it's not. That there's just there's no space for uh, for camaraderie. There's no space for any type of gelling to occur. Well, it comes down to that. We talk about this. You got you got the Australians and South Africans. Yeah, three and three. You know? are, wait, Serm, are you saying that there's clicks? Maybe some clicks in the locker room? Well, I I I, I think so. And <laughs> you know, um, they just can never get it done. In two thousand three. We tied. 
the great duel between Tiger and Ernie. It was incredible. Going 30 for 30. But it was a tie. You know? Best day ever did. I think, and I, guys, I'm going to say this. We, every year we talk about, every year they were telling how bad the Americans are in the Ryder Cup. But why are they so dominant in the President's Cup? It's because they play loose. Oh. They don't try to be, they don't try to over it or try to be the Europeans, like to get more camaraderie or be rah-rah. They just play loose and they freaking dominate. Did Cermak? Did Cermak just... No pressure. Make an insight for the U.S. team that's going to help them for decades? Get Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goose, play like it's a President's Cup. I mean, you know, Medina, a couple years ago in the Ryder Cup, they played like that for the first couple days. Then we saw what happened. I mean, it's just a classic example. It's like hitting a six iron in a layup. What do you do? You pure it? Then you try and hit a six iron to an island green? What happens? Yeah. Got to play loose. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to look at it, they're kind of on the surface. So, um... But, uh, you know, have, we, we wanted to talk about Phil, Philly Mitch a little bit, because he's the veteran. Yep. You know. Are you saying that we got Phil here? I'm saying that the old vet is with us tonight. Wow. Is he? <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> Phil Mitchell. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks. Rheumatoid arthritis. I got it. Thanks. Good to be here. Thanks. Thanks. Good to be here. Thanks. <laughs> hey, hey, Phil. Uh, since we can't see you, I'm just curious. Are you giving the thumbs up every five seconds? Giving a, just a little, yeah, thanks, thanks. You know, a little bow to the head, a little hand up in the air. Thank you, my fans. Fans are why I'm here. God bless the fans. Just great fans. Sure. Well, Phil, we were hoping that you could help. You know, you got six rookies on your team this year. All right? They're all pretty talented, but... At the same time, speaking of playing loose, it's hard to when you haven't been there before. I mean, even Justin Thomas, you know, apparently the natural, is even getting nervous. So we're going to call this segment Pop That Cherry with Phil. And I just want to hear from you. It's kind of like a hybrid of a sports psychologist that you know we've done for years now. What do you say? Like, pick one of the new guys. you got Kisner, Hoffman, Chapel. Burger, JT, Brooks, like, sit one of them down and take us through what you tell them. Thanks for that. Uh, great question. Another <laughs> great question from the fans. You know, fans are why we're here. It's such a beautiful game. You know, I'm going to go ahead and sit them all down and just tell them, uh, guys, look, we're running a Nassau on the front nine, and we're going to go ahead and play skins in the back. We're going 50,000 for every single hole. When we push one, we go 155. I got 22.55. 21 on the odds, plus we got 25 to 1 that Mayweather's coming back for a fight with McGregor. I want us to run odds on that up to Vegas. I got a guy in Reno that can hook us up with an advance if we need it. Also, I'm extending lines of credit of 350000 to every single one of you if you guys find yourself in the hole. I did notice that Burger showed up with a nice little Rolex on his wrist. We can take that. I'm going to value that at 250000 I noticed that we got a Cartier watch on our other buddy Kisner over here. I'm going to give you a line of credit at 150 k Again, we got an all-in pot of $2.2 million. We can push on 18 if we need to. Guys, just wanted to say thanks again. It's all for the fans. Can't wait to get out there. Jesus, Phil. Wow. Uh, there you have it. I, I'm pretty sure Phil dropped yeah, off. Uh, Stroud again. My, my, my mic was on mute. It sounded like Phil just uh, really kind of laid it all out on the line there. I mean, that Talk was incredible. Breaking news on the pod. 
the crazy thing about it is every time we have these incredible interviews, you know, Hideki's been on, now we got Phil before the President's Cup. Strat seems to get shy. I don't yeah. know. He seems a little gun shy. I don't get it. No, I keep having technical issues, guys. I think when Hideki was there, my uh, my internet just shut off. And now with Phil, uh, my mic went silent. So yeah. it, it, we just must have some kind of technical gremlins on my end every time. Really? Yeah, I, always have, I have good questions for him. We gotta get John Daly on, then Strat'll definitely chime in. But yeah, <laughs> I'd love to. That'd be a, that'd be a real special one for me. I think we got a true inside look inside the ropes of why the USA just dominates every couple of years against the rest of the world. That was nice. All right, but speaking of the President's Cup, we were asked by the tour to um, rethink how to grow the popularity of the President's Cup. You know, if you were tasked with making it as popular, if not more popular than the Ryder Cup, what would you do? Uh, you know what? Let's go to the audio. Producers, let's, let's play that back. My big thing is probably just going to be, I guess, you just call it the Ryder Cup and you hold it every single year instead of every two. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's probably, that's where I'm headed first. Your, th- your thoughts? Wow, just totally, it's a branding play. <laughs> so don't even tell people that it's not Europe. It's just the rest of the world. Don't even tell them. Just say Ryder Cup. Oh my God, it's back again. I didn't realize that it's back already. Because you know, people don't pay attention. They probably won't no. care. No, no. If you uh, if you time those commercials right, everyone's gonna forget that it happened the year previously, and they're gonna be hyped as fuck for it to come back. So I think that's the play. God, I gotta say that's not a bad, it's not a bad idea. Because that's much more. Uh, it's not as tactical. I was going more tactical. Okay, go ahead. What were, what were your thoughts? I mean, you know where I'm going. <laughs> you know I'm just going with the one club Like give them, give them one club You know whether it's the seven iron The eight You know I played with the nine Back in the day at the Ricky Cup Like give them the one club See what happens I think it could be pretty dramatic <laughs> <laughs> Alright Sarm You heard our suggestions Since you weren't here any further ideas you'd like to add to the mix of how to grow the President's Cup and popularity? Well, I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's a defining question. <laughs> um, I, I, I think they have to do a few things. But one, I, I really think they, you know, we can sit here and make jokes all we want. But, you know, I've been watching the President's Cup as a kid. Okay, Freddie Couples, just pouring pots into the 90s, winning this thing. But they need to rotate the captains every year. So much of the same captains, you know. I don't feel like it's nearly as spontaneous as the Ryder Cup. Um, I think they need. To, I think they really need to get wild with the formats. You know, not just you know the typical best ball, typical alternate shot. You know, I think they need to really maybe rethink this a little bit. You know, the two man scramble. Oh. We don't see it. I want to. I want to see it. You know what I mean? How are we going to differentiate ourselves? So I like. From a realistic perspective, I mean, mix it up with the captains, do the two-man scramble, <laughs> you know, maybe do a scotch game. You know, I, I, they, they've got to make it more creative and get, draw fans in. And also, I, I, I think they got to stop the whole world thing. we got to get some camaraderie. Why don't we just do Australia and South Africa? Bring the teams down a little bit. Do a top six. What I would think is, instead of 11 or 13 guys, like the Ryder Cup, why don't we do like the top, top six from America, 
and top six, you know, and just make it smaller and make it more, I don't know. We can't relate to some of you. you, you not that you can't, excuse, that sounds like a, a, a bad point of view. It's just you don't know a lot of some of these guys internationally, you know. Wow. If you're looking for interest, focus on the South Africans, focus on the Aussies. I hate to single the rest of the countries out. But so that's I think that gets us to six times that Serms mentioned South African and Australians together. Big South African Australian combo guy. Yeah, but I don't want to overlook. I don't want to overlook the fact that one of Serms' ideas. Can you imagine the commentary of trying to pick between two scramble shots? I mean, you got the closer one, but then you also don't have a great angle. Maybe take the ball back. I mean, it could be intriguing. Yeah. Why don't Why don't we play it? If you recap all of our ideas and we package it into a pitch deck because, you know, Strat's kind of the master of that, we would lead with just the straight rebrand, call it the Ryder Cup. Nobody would know the difference. People forget that it was a year ago instead of two. Okay, that's a win. That's agenda item number one. Agenda item number two is throw the other 13 clubs in your bag in the water, pick one club, and play with that the whole round. That's number two. And agenda item three is cut the rest of the world, Australia and South Africa only, and then a bonus item, bonus add-on, is two-man scramble. That's the new president's club. Ladies and gentlemen. We just saved the President's Cup. You know, you can thank us later. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, the last thing. Guys, we can't go talking about the President's Cup without talking about our guy. I mean, he's back. Tiger's back. Okay? You love saying that. I mean, everybody does. I love love hearing it. (laughs) I mean, Strat Strat texts me every other week and says, Tiger's back. I'm like, what happened? And he's like, I just like texting it. I'm like, all right. So, anyways, he's an assistant captain, and because he's back, you know, it's an excuse to talk about him. His what's going to be his first tournament in 2018? What do you think the results going to be? If you think he's going to play in 2018, I mean, that's an option too. First tournament's going to be Bay Hill. And he's going to, and he's going to finish T28. Wow. Wow. No respect. Okay. First tournament is going to be Safeway Open. Just a, a real juggernaut of a, of a tournament on tour. He's going 22 under. He's getting a personal sponsorship from Safeway. And he is going to go Eagle, Eagle, Birdie, Par, Eagle on the front nine on the final day. Isn't the Safeway Open a fall event? So you basically are saying he's going to miss the whole year. I mean, I just, I know that he's coming back, and I don't really care when in the calendar year it is. It just needs to be now. It's just sad, because I thought he was your boy, and then you're making a joke out of his return. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that a joke? Was that a joke? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, here's a free lesson. Zurich Classic, two-man event. <laughs> two-man event. Tiger coming back. Teaming up with your boy, Justin Thomas, and they go out and win the thing. I mean, you say I don't give love to Justin Thomas. What more love could I give to someone eating at Tiger's Restaurant with the Wanamaker, 
and they just win the Zurich Classic. A little two-man event. Better question. Does Tiger, does Tiger have a serious girlfriend in 2019? Hell no. Yeah. no the, the picture surfacing of, you know, there's anatomy of Lindsey Vonn. I mean, that kind of... Oh, God. Right. That's, that's, that's the Tiger that we need in the world. <laughs> it's true, though. That's him at his best. Yeah? Yeah. You, you heard it here first. All right, boys. Well, we've got some fun golf this weekend. We might even have another episode in the next couple weeks recapping uh, the President's Cup. And we got some good guests potentially coming soon. And, guys, what about that swag? That swag train is is rolling. Guys, check that check that Instagram. We got, we got a Parcel Boys shirt. We got a – what's the red one, Strat? She gone. Say that one more time. She gone. Yeah, she gone. We got the she gone shirt that you can just wear every time your buddy hits it OB. And then we got the classic little part train. Take it out of bounds. You know, a little part train crest in the front where it's the driving range. I mean, what more could you want? So, yeah. And there's a little, the river mill, we're working on some koozies. Oh, yeah. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Kid won't stop talking about the koozies. You know, we might get some koozies too. Also, I've been getting a lot of push for a club twirls for the girls. You know, half the market's missing out right now. So that's just something I've had requested. We'll see if we do it. All right, peace. And just as the sun rises and sets in Scotland, so too have we come to the end of another par train. Be sure to follow us at the par train on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. And may your glasses always stay full and your ball always end up in the bottom of the cup.